You are listening to the North Riverside Library Tech Team Podcast. Mike Bradley here, and in a moment I'll be joined by Empress and Sarah from the Library Tech Team. On this week's episode, we're doing one of my favorite activities, taking a tour of our personal phone home screen setups. It's like a house tour, but for your phone. These days, our most common interaction with technology is with our phones, so this is a great way to explore how we use technology in our everyday lives. Make sure you look at the screenshots that are posted in the show's description so you can follow along. We'll also be inducting some new videos into our YouTube Hall of Fame, which is always a fun time. Before we get to all of that, I just want to remind everyone to keep checking the library website www.northriversidelibrary.org or the library Facebook page for the latest information on when the library will reopen, as well as all the ways we are maintaining access to library resources online. I also want to remind everyone that the library staff is still available to you even while the building remains closed. If you or someone you know has a technology question, or if you'd like to speak to the tech team, or if you'd just like to speak to anyone else at the library for that matter, please email us at tech at northriversidelibrary.org or call the library at 708-447-0869 and leave us a message. We're checking those messages every day and we'll be happy to arrange for somebody to give you a call. Now, let's get to this week's episode. I'm very excited about this week's episode. I'm excited to talk some setups. You guys know one of my favorite things to do talk setups. Um, so I thought this would be a great time to, uh, to do some walkthroughs, to do, do some little home screen tours of our setups. I love it. I love it so much. Um, are you guys ready to talk some setups? Let's do uh, it. I okay. slightly embarrassed by my setup. No, I think I, I think am too. All these set, all, I, what I like is all of all of these, all three setups are quite different. They are. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see why we have them done this way and, and how we use the phones. I think yeah, it's, it's going to be. Fun. I opened yours, Mike, and it was like, what? This is beautiful. It's so <laughs> neat and crisp. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I hate to say, it, you know, in true Mike fashion, um, that setup was, I think I finished making that setup like the day before I posted it and that was about a week ago and I'm already sick of it I'm dying to change it so like as soon as this episode is over I'm going to totally change it <laughs> I just can't I can't stick with one setup for, for that long I'm, I'm, I'm already kind of sick of it um no but I think I think it's great I should I want to preface this by saying this will only make sense to the audience if if you if you pull up these these pictures, we're, we're, we'll have screenshots of the setups in the show notes. So make sure you pull those up so that you understand what we're talking about, or else this would turn into extremely bad radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend uh, trying to do that if you're driving. Pull over in your car, <laughs> look at the pictures, and follow along. Um, do you guys want me to go first, or does somebody else want to go first? Um, this is always like the tricky part. Always. <laughs> <laughs> How do we pick the order who goes first? I'll go first because mine. Okay, let me pull it up. All right, I'm looking at your setup. Oh, what are you yes. About? Well, unlike Mike, my the setup, this screen particularly never changes. Like from phone to phone, from um year to year, I've had the same kind of setup for a long time, and I've tried to like mix it up a little bit in the past, but it never. I always go back to this because. 
I kind of like use it as a sort of dashboard to my phone. Mm-hmm. So the only things I have on here are like the m- most, what I think are the most essential apps on my phone that I want my, like I want to have accessible always to right. know what they are to like not have to search for. Um, Cause that's the one downside to having an iPhone. I think is that you don't have many options in organization of mm-hmm. apps set out. So you end up having to either like, it in some way dig for an app um if you have especially if you have a lot of them on your phone so i like to have these apps in a place where i never have to dig for them so what i have here is like the, the apps that i have here laid out are um on the first row is my phone the calendar the clock and photos and these are probably the, the apps i use the most on a day-to-day basis um other than the apps on the what is this called? The little home bar, like oh, little the thing the, at the bottom. The dock. I think they call it the dock. Yeah, the dock. The dock. Yes. So those apps on the dock are always there on every screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the apps I use the most on my phone, uh, like astronomically. It's the Kindle app, the camera app, the messages app, and the Apple Music app. Um, interesting. If I can uh, interrupt, I find this interesting because you say the ones in the dock you use the most. And then after that, that's the ones on the top row you use the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So um, that seems that's interesting because I would think you know you put you would put the most frequent ones lower so that you don't have to reach up as far to get them. Or um, are you like mainly a two hand a two hand <laughs> uh, phone person? I am a two hand phone person. Um, I don't like using one hand because I feel like you you got to hold it with like your pinky under mm-hmm. the bottom you know that that weird hand phone posture that is so like true your and um i have a big phone and i have very small hands so it just doesn't work that way so having it in one hand is never going to work for me and since i got a a pop socket holding it in two hands has been really ideal oh i like pocket. Yeah. <laughs> but i also do the grandma thing a lot where like i hold it in one hand and then i Use my other index finger on the opposite hand to to scroll through the app. Very like. Oh, that's there's nothing wrong with know, that. That's method. a very fun thing of using your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the the ones I have on the the top row here, and I and I purposefully only have four rows of apps because I don't want the screen filled up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones well, that I use the most, the the uh, clock one I'm using every day. I'm always setting timers for myself and stuff like that. And basically, it's like the weather apps on the screen, my Gmail app, my notes app, my calculator app. It's just the apps I don't want to have to dig for, basically. Sure. Um, if I may, I have a few questions. Sure. So these, so this is this is what stands out to me. You have uh, you have Safari, you know, the web browser, yeah. and then you have the uh, the Google search app. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find and I, I find that a little interesting that you use both? Do you like? Um, um, What's your usage scenario for having the both of them there? Well, I so I think a lot of people would just open Safari when they want to search for something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like doing that. I don't like the experience of like web browsing Google. I like Agreed. Google a lot better. I like the experience, especially if it's just to quickly look something up. Um, in you know, like in our Wikipedia club, mm-hmm. uh, segment of a couple weeks ago, I. In the same way, like, if I'm looking for a Wikipedia article or something, I want to Google it 
very quickly. And I just prefer the app experience of Google. I do not prefer the app experience of Chrome, however, which is why I use the, the Safari that come, my phone comes with. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like Chrome app. <laughs> okay. Do you have do you have it uh, do you have it as an alternative? Is it installed and you just don't use it very much? I used to have it in the Safari space, and Safari was buried somewhere. Oh, Safari has mm. has defeated Chrome for you on the yeah. on the on the mobile in the mobile space. Yeah. Interesting. I notice you use Google Maps, not Apple Maps. Oh, Apple Maps is garbage it's trash it's it'll send you all the way off what i thought they improved it no i don't incorrect. i don't care i don't care <laughs> if they improved it it's never gonna be as good as google maps um i am usually not the kind of person who like if if the what the phone comes pre-installed with is what i'm using if you notice i do not have a, a an, another weather app i'm using the one that is on the phone that came the phone came with. I don't have another calculator app. I don't have another clock app. I just use the one my phone came with. But the map, uh-uh. I, I insist on having Google Maps there. <laughs> I will not use Apple Maps. All right. Um, I noticed you also, you keep the App Store, the actual App Store icon, like, prominently up there. Do you, you go into the App Store a lot? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, because I get... I, <laughs> This is just a symptom of like being on your phone too much, I guess, because I just get bored of the apps I have, mm-hmm. especially uh, like stupid little games and stuff. Or um, and then I have this like weird relationship with some of my apps where I'll delete them and then have to get them back. You know, I've done that with Instagram a million times where I told myself I quit Instagram. I'm not looking at it. And then the next day I download it again so that's probably that's the, the main reason why the app store is there but I do go in a lot and like uninstall and then install new ones if I'm not happy I went through a lot of versions of this note note taking app mm-hmm. yeah what is that note what is that notebook that I don't recognize that one it's it I went like I said I went through a lot of versions of this app of a note taking app because I I really don't the notes app that the iPhone comes with is fine, but I don't like it. It's like utilitarian. I just wanted something that was a little more customizable, a little more that that went deeper into like the notes taking technology mm-hmm. instead of just typing things out. I feel like you can't really do much on the notes app. So But if you but if you don't use Apple Notes, then how are you going to, you know, screenshot apologies when you do something problematic <laughs> as an they're good for. It's like, if I ever get canceled, I'm gonna have to reinstall. You know. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's definitely what everybody uses Apple Notes for. Well, this is a this is a this is a nice and tidy iPhone home screen. I think it's pretty good. I I you know what I, I what I like about this is uh well you have the Bible app you know bless. I know. But like, um, I like the way that that icon looks because it's it look it's like one of the old school iPhone icons back when they were doing like the, you know, make the icon look exactly like what it represents. You know, it's got that yeah. old it's got that old fashioned like iOS you know five or whatever <laughs> look to it. Yeah, they haven't so. updated that in years. And <laughs> the reason and the reason I have it on the 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 I know it's it seems so random to have that one on this screen. But the reason I have it on there is because uh, it's another one where, like, if I dig for, I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
nothing wrong with keeping the good book on the, on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, if you're like, where's my Bible app? That just seems a little like, <laughs> someone's not been doing great. <laughs> uh, well, this is this is outstanding. Um, is that is that That's... all you've got uh, for this one, or you got any more uh, any more you want to uh, tell us about on this? Um, you know, I think that's all I got. Like, there's there are no shockers here. It's, it's standard phone business, you know. Yeah. What's this um, wallpaper? This is a Sailor Moon. My wallpaper changes like at a schizophrenic rate. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I, I'm never satisfied with the wallpaper. I, I'm always like, and then I get very. I get I I just get too in my head about it. I'm like, does this really reflect who I am? It, what is this wallpaper saying about me as a person? As if I'm <laughs> anyone else is looking at this phone, which they are. Not. <laughs> you know. So I feel like I was just projecting a lot of uh, onto the phone screen, and so I just thought, you know what? Let's just put something on there that makes me happy. And I have the Sailor Moon picture that I've had saved on my phone for like seven years, and I just put it on there. The struggle to find a good wallpaper is very real. It's really real. Yeah, but and I, I was giving myself like anxiety over it, and I realized like who's who do I think is looking at my phone and making judgments on my character? (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness! Well, thank you for sharing this. Uh, This is this is this is great. Um, if still here with you guys, I would like to go next because I've got some. I really want to dig into Empress's um, very organized home screen. So let me get mine out of the way. Um, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Let me pull Aww. it up. Mike, That's let's fine. say, mm-hmm. talking about my, like, obsessive, uh, compulsive uh, <laughs> relationship with my phone, like, my background screen, this picture mm-hmm. is so beautiful. Wait, got it's, up it's, there. it's what? You talking about my wallpaper? Yeah, yours is so gorgeous. It's like so pretty to look at. It really is aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) I I could stare at it all day. (laughs) Thank you. I will tell you about this wallpaper. This came from, so I use, um, um, I have a wallpaper app for Android. It's called, it's called Wall P, which is a bad name. Um, And basically uh, what it does is it, it, it collects, um, you know how every every phone that gets released comes with built-in wallpapers? Um, yes. Yeah. Like a, so it just collects all of those. So like all the big Android uh, phone makers, it just collects all the official wallpapers that came with those phones. Um, and that's where I got this from. I'm, I'm looking through it now to see if I can remember which. So this wallpaper is, is from... Um, it's from an Android phone called the ZTE Axon 11, which I've never heard of, but this is one of the wallpapers that came with that phone. Um, so you could probably find that if you just like Google that phone and wallpapers, people are always, you know, there's like Android blogs that will repost all the official wallpapers for every phone that comes out. Um, so that's where that came from. Um, but yeah, I change it. I change it all. It's going to be changed like an hour from now. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, have, I have the same issue i think mine constantly this is you you go for a different like uh vibe of what's this called lock screen background pa- wallpaper no, this, is, this is the home screen yeah this is the main home screen so yeah this mm-hmm. is just the first uh i only do um one one page with with you know icons on it um this is actually um this is a 
third-party launcher. You know, so on Android, you can get different launchers to, like, basically change the way your interface looks. Mm-hmm. It's so, gorgeous. So this is, really one called, um, this is one called Smart Launcher. Um, Smart Launcher 5 Pro, actually. <laughs> 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 which uh, uh, which you have to pay for to get all the features. Um, but it's pretty good. What I like about this one is, so I have it set up where this is the one main screen and I don't use a drawer. You know how most Android phones will have a drawer that you swipe up to open the drawer with every all mm-hmm. the other apps in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this one set where the, where the app drawer is actually um, on the right side. So if I swipe oh. left from the home screen, then the drawer is over there. Mm-hmm. And if I to the other side, there's like a there's like a little news feed from like Microsoft News. I, I like that one a little better than the Google News feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like three pages, but this is the only one, the only one with like icons on the home screen. Otherwise, I go to the right, and there's the drawer with everything else. Um, it also comes with that little time and weather widget up at the top, um, and you can get into the clock or the weather or the calendar by tapping on you know, those parts of the, the widget up there. You know what I really um, like about your your home screen here? Mm-hmm. The icons on the upper, like, right-hand corner of the Bluetooth, the, the Wi-Fi, the battery life, those are so, like, perfect. Uh, that's just, that that part is just um, standard Android, you know. They're um, so nice. They those look are, that's just the regular nice. Android icons, um, um, which you can't really customize. Um, unless you, you can download like kind of sketchy apps that will put like an overlay over the top of the bar to give you different look, but I don't, I don't go that far. I just keep the default. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I guess they have gotten better. They used to look a little crappier, but, um, Android is improving that. So I don't, this, so this, this setup doesn't have a true dock on it. It just lets you add as many icons you want and they stack up from the bottom. Um, so that, that bottom row is typically when I do use a launcher that has a dock, I usually have those same five in the dock, the phone, the text messages, Chrome browser, the camera, and WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say that they are, they're not the most necessarily the most frequently used apps, but they are the ones that I just, when I do use them, I want to open them like instantly. I don't want to look for them at all. Like I don't take very many pictures. I might I might take a picture once a week, but I still always want the camera to be like immediately accessible. Um, so that's why that's there, and that's why the rest of them there. And I and I I keep um, Chrome there if I'm going to search for something. Usually I'll just search for it in Chrome because I'm going to want to look at the web page anyway. Um, but I can also if you if you swipe down on this home screen, a little search bar comes up, so you can do like a, a Google search from there. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the bottom row, and then the top row is the, honestly the things I probably do use the most. Uh, I've got the calendar there. Um, what I like about the having the calendar icon is that if you if you press down and hold it, if you do a, a long press, you get options to like quickly create a new event or a new reminder. So, oh, that's great. That I really in. do. Um, I'm sure that, you know, I, you know, iPhones have, what, the 3D touch and all of that. So do they do the same thing? Do they have app shortcuts when you, like, press on an icon? They do, but, like, when am I ever going to? Right. <laughs> you got to tamper <laughs> with it. I yeah. just, 
uh, you only the only time I think they have a so like conditioned Pavlovian style at the over here on um Team Apple that when you press on on an app the only reason you're doing it is to delete it. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, that's, yeah, that is probably what most people think of. Yeah, and they I think they changed it in the last couple updates where you press down and then you get options, but um. Mm-hmm. That just feels like a, an extra step to delete the app, you know? Yeah. I have a question. There's a curiosity on this home screen. Yes. Why is the calendar app say 23, but the calendar... Oh, with- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, this is, um, so this is an icon pack. This is, this is I think, just a, a beautiful icon pack. It's called the, the Niji icon pack, um, N-I-D-J-I. Um, but one of the limitations, actually, you know what? This icon pack is a port of an iPhone icon pack. Oh, really? Um, you know okay. that, you know, like it's not easy to change icons on an iPhone, but if you're into the whole jailbreak scene, you can, you can do that. And this, this is actually, um, um, an icon pack that somebody made for iPhone and then it was ported over, um, to Android and, when you make an icon pack for Android, if you want the date on your calendar, you have to do what's called a dynamic calendar icon where it will update, you know, each each day. They would have to basically make 31 versions of the app icon and they would know to update that each day. And this icon pack just doesn't have it. So it always says 23. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh wow. um, there's there's an alternative one that has like just like a little picture of a calendar on it, but that one doesn't look as I didn't like that one as much. So I guess this one would only really look great one day out of the month. I'm gonna change this whole setup anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this little uh, rocket ship app? Ah, oh, let me go through the rest of these. So there's only the other four on the top here. So there's Gmail, of course. The light bulb is um, the Google Keep, uh, which is the standard notes app. So. Use that one for grocery lists and so forth. Um, the one with the rocket, that is um, that is a Reddit app called Boost for Reddit. Mm, uh, oh. Because I've been, you know, much like my setups, I'm always going back and forth on what I use to read the news. Yep. Um, mm. <laughs> and, uh, Classic. Uh, you know, and, and as you say, Sarah, Reddit is a good time. Reddit is a uh, good time. So um, this week when I when I when I did this, I was I was big into browsing um reddit there was um um i like to do a lot of uh nba nfl like browsing what they're talking about on the nfl nba you know sports uh subreddits uh a lot of funny stuff a lot of good hot takes so so i put that on there and then the last one is the pocket casts which is my a podcast app and probably the one thing that i use the most because i said last week i have a podcast going constantly just all the time um so i need that one right there Aww. i like them i like your your icon i would not get light bulb is the notes app though um that's that's just what the google keep icon looks like it's like a it's always yellow and it always has a light bulb um Ooh. i know you would think they would make it look more like i guess it's like so you can write your ideas down or whatever but in all my notes app uh, hunting, I never use Google Keep. Do you Me like it either? I mean, it's it's I struggle with that one too. It's good in that you know it's it's super easy to like sync your notes across all your different you know platforms. 
So you can just go to the, the Google Keep site and instantly, you know, update things. Yeah. I, I, desktop or if I'm on the Chromebook or if I'm on the phone, I can always go in there and be like, oh, I need to buy, you know, dishwasher soap. You know, I could just <laughs> update it instantly. It works really well for that. But I'm always also a little bit unsatisfied with it. Um, it doesn't give me that instant. I, what I really want is a notepad that I can just, I just tap it and I'm instantly typing on it, you know, mm-hmm. and this, that, it doesn't give you that. You have to open it. You have to scroll around, find the note you want. And it just, it feels a, a touch slower than I would like a notes app to be, but I keep searching and never find anything better. So, so I stick with it. So that's my home screen. Uh, Thanks for checking it out. That's it's, pretty good. It's great. I like it. Very Mike. <laughs> Very Mike. You know, I would like think that's Mike's home screen for sure. It's uh, well, the, the I want to talk about Empress's home screen now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> You've got wow. the whole like classic like super organized folder setup happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, see. What happened was <laughs> the <laughs> the notifications were a little bit worse than the actual picture. I had to like clean those up. I try to stay on top of my notifications. The folders, oh my god, they do that annoying thing where like they stack all the notifications. So you'll have some crazy ass numbers on those folders. <laughs> you will. You will definitely have some really outlandish numbers. But like I try to like certain like apps away from each other. Like Whoa. everybody go, you say what? Uh, away from each other. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people go to like the major apps, like the all the pre-installed Apple apps, which is okay, which is cool, you know. But for me, I don't really use them as often. So I use the other like down- downloadable apps that you get from your Apple Store um that's basically where I go to the most and I try to keep it in folders like Sarah said Apple you you will literally spend five minutes looking for one app because you (laughs) looked over it like three times so (laughs) me I'm the type okay I'd rather group them all by categories and just go through the folder and suit through like um my major ones is of course the books I have all of the library apps that we have Libby Hoopla Swan Libraries and Overdrive RB Digital and um, other little books I have is of course the dictionary and uh, Reflectly for education you know the normal apps that schools give you uh, Blackboard um what else like google translate things of that nature another one is entertainment my, for my entertainment i i don't have a lot like per se the only thing i really have have is like hoopla and um like when the well when we were able to go to theaters i had the, uh, theater apps as well those are very convenient whenever we go back um <laughs> <laughs> And the major adulting is financing. Um, Usually I have my banking apps, uh, other little apps here, IRS, and another banking app that is really good that I recommend recommend is Mint. And it's good for like um, keeping up with your personal quote unquote net worth and all other little incidentals and um, 
keeping up with personal goals and just overall trying to be a better adult and better spending habits. Um, the folders app, that's like other like Apple, um, like nonchalant, not Apple, uh, pre downable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You have it just called folder. Yeah, it's just folder. Just folder. It's because it's just apps that I don't use that's Apple like already downloads. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna stick it in the folder. <laughs> in a, just a folder. You're in, uh, alphabetical order, eh? Yeah, yeah I, I tried. That's like it's it's organization on top of organization. Yeah, it's pretty. Um... <laughs> impressive at first like you're so organized oh no y'all saw my home screen the rest of my phone trash it's just tile tap no rhyme or reason to it uh but this is like all of your stuff is so but I noticed you have um four screens yeah I have four like all the apps that I don't use like really the apps that I don't use are like apple apps that you have to be like a business major for I either put them in like the other like like the one before like the first page before or the first or the page the last page mm. so yeah I mean I really like to keep like apps separate like if they're apple apps there I would like to keep them in like a page but any other like downloadable app you're going in a folder because I don't feel like look searching for you right now um <laughs> Oh, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. So you have, like, your settings and all of those things, like, on a different screen. Mm-hmm. Like, like all settings, uh, the, what other apps I have? Settings, App Store, like, the normal Apple Podcast and the Apple Weather app. Yeah, they're all on just one other page within itself. But I don't really use them that often. Like, like say, out the day, I'll probably go on the apps once or twice. Whereas, like, the the ones with uh, the folders, I will be in there almost all day, you know, pop- popping in from folder to folder. Um, but, yeah, and uh, the other ones, oh, productivity, that's all my Google apps. I'm a Google head. I do not <laughs> like Safari at all. <laughs> I hate Safari. <laughs> I hate Safari. It's just too much to work with. Um, I do have the, both the Google app as well as the chrome app (laughs) (laughs) right because the the google on a web browser even if it's a mobile web browser is garbage like mad garbage it's i don't is it the same for an android user then well it's uh, it's different yeah i mean if you if you want it to to look like an app and not like a mobile browser then yeah you have to go into the into the Google app. Um, even interacting with it is so much, it's like way more annoying if you want to go beyond page one. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, I guess I just usually open, open the, the browser because I, I just know that I'm going to want to go to the actual web page mm-hmm. when I find what I'm looking for. So I just cut out, cut out that middle step of opening something else first. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, plus, you know, I'm all about the, I'm all about the open web. <laughs> <laughs> this is very um, interesting oh thank you oh I man what i like about this folder situation you got going up is you don't have like, over full folders like you, so you can see every single app at the i same try <laughs> yes that is true like you said before when you're doing mindless scrolling it could get it could get really annoying especially when you're in line 
you know, you're trying to look up a coupon for Target and you're just scrolling for the app just to get in alone trying to get the uh, coupon. So dig forever for the freaking Target app or whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) As for my doc, I try to keep it plain, simple, crisp to the point. Of course, your phone, your text message, email. And I know I might get some flack, but I'm not an Apple Music person. I am a Spotify person. I I love Spotify. <laughs> I think we should have a whole other segment just for this particular debate. Yeah. I have, like the um Apple Music spot versus Spotify sort of situation. Yes. That, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. We might have to uh, come back to that. <laughs> you guys aren't surprised. No, I I have so I, many opinions about it. Oh really? I can't yeah. wait to hear this. <laughs> I have a lot to say about both Apple Music and Spotify. I've thought about it so much. Anyway, I like that you have the SoundCloud app, too. SoundCloud, yes. I have to give independent artists a chance. Got to give them some views, especially, like, certain artists that are mainstream. They, well, they started off on SoundCloud. And still, some of their, like, artwork is not, like, published on Apple Music or on Spotify. So, SoundCloud is perfect. You can just go straight to it. So download SoundCloud. (laughs) You're a real one. Not to be all over you, but I kind of want to roast you for your food apps a little bit. No, 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 no. Yeah, what do you what do you have in there? I recognize I recognize McDonald's, is that Duncan? Got three different pizza places. <laughs> See, I'm a pizza fanatic. You have I'm no sorry. loyalty. <laughs> I have no loyalty. If I'm in a mood for Little Caesars, I will definitely go and get some Little Caesars. If I'm in a mood for some Domino's, I will get some buttery crust. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with I, that. Huh? Nothing wrong. Thank I you. love Little Caesars. Little Caesars is fantastic. Thank you, Mike. It's Very crazy. underrated. Very. You have Uber Eats privilege too. I got banned from Uber Eats. <laughs> what? what oh my say? gosh. <laughs> well, it's a story for a different day, my friends. It's a story for a different day. Oh, All that right. sounds interesting. But uh, <laughs> I, I just wanted to mention that you had three different pizza places. Like, I feel like people don't do that. You have if you have the app of a restaurant, it's because that's the restaurant you like. You're right or die for if you download the app. But you have three different. <laughs> I just learned about members that you love pizza. <laughs> See, and also this is uh, I don't know for for those out there. That this is a Pisces type of tendency. I have like I will switch up my idea so fast. Like one day I might want like Little Caesars, and then the next thirty minutes, um, Domino's though, Pizza Hut though, you know. So whatever, I get in the car and my index finger lands. That's probably where where I'm gonna go. <laughs> have you uh, have you talked to Joe about your pizza preferences? Because I'm sure he would have some takes. Oh no! I the roast of Joe. <laughs> the, the roast of Joe. The I, this is just commercial pizza, guys. Don't judge me. I, I do know some good greasy spoons. Okay. <laughs> I do know some good greasy spoons. 
They don't. That's the best thing about it. They don't have an app. <laughs> you have to go in there. If Pizons had an app, a homegirl, me, I would be all over it. <laughs> I'd be the first one downloaded. I'd be using it every day. My screen time would be like three hours on the Pizons app. Why, Sarah? Why? Hey, you cannot go wrong with a slice of good pizza or anything of that matter. Any pizza related thing, it can make anybody sick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, I wonder if they have an app. Uh, maybe I should ask Joe. <laughs> oh Joe would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Joe hears this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost all listeners. It's only Joe listening right now. <laughs> we, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to, we should bring Joe on. We should have him as a special guest to just talk pizza. To be honest, a segment, a Joe segment. (laughs) You can can forget to call me. I'll be signed out. (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed seeing these screens. Uh, I'm totally jealous of the organization on this this screen. Empress, it's fantastic. Thank you. Um, And I think maybe before we get to um, before we get to the YouTube Hall of Fame. Is it time? Is it time to bring back the Mike Leno joke of the week? Oh, Mike yes. Leno! I mean, I, I think it's time. Right here on, on our show, we can bring back the Mike Leno joke of the week. Um, so, all right, I, I got one for you. All right, you know, folks, uh, there's been some concern lately about uh, the possibility of, of pets being infected with this uh, coronavirus. Well, uh, it appears that that we now have some good news for dog owners as the WHO, that is the World Health Organization, has said that they believe the risk of dogs contracting the virus is very low. So you, you probably don't need to keep your dogs locked up anymore. Um, in other words, you could say that the WHO really did let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. <laughs> Right. Oh man, I didn't. You, I really didn't think that's where you were gonna go with that. <laughs> that was clever. <laughs> I love it. They really did. This, well, there's a lot of setup. This beautiful joke, Mike. That's elegant. Thank you Perfect. for laughing at that. No, that, I love that. That response was better than the joke deserved. <laughs> <laughs> but it was I'm clever. Just, and off of the writing of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much misdirection in your setup that I did not expect it to go to who let the dogs out. (laughs) (laughs) The joke is right there. It was really good. Ah, well, you're you're too kind. Um, Should we get to our YouTube Hall of Fame? Yeah. Let's go. You guys want to know what's eating up my screen time? It's YouTube for sure. Yes. Yes. YouTube. So oh. this segment is exciting to me. It's it well you got to you got to you got to I mean where are you gonna go for your videos? I uh, uh, must say I really enjoyed your y'all's picks honestly. Yes, I'm here. I enjoyed I enjoyed all of them. Um, um, I can, I guess I can go first on this. Um, so uh, my clip was uh, Andy Warhol eating a hamburger. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, so, really bringing like some culture into the well, the podcast. This is, this is so a couple of things. Couple of things about this clip. And again, um, we're these these uh, these clips are listed down in the show notes. So if you're still in your car, pull over in your car, 
watch these videos and then uh, listen to us talk about them. Um, the um, couple of things about this this clip. Um, so it's uh, it's from um, a documentary series that that uh, that's that that was back in the early '80s where this guy made these little video snapshots of various things in America. Um, I, I the reason I picked this clip. So when we talk about the internet and the values of what the what the internet what is valuable about the internet the the connection with other people the sort of uh, democratization of publishing amongst you know everyone um, access to important services all of that stuff is great but my number one most favorite thing about the internet is just the way that it preserves these like arcane bits of pop culture history and so this this clip is a great example of this. This is this is something that I never would have heard of without YouTube or without the internet. Um, and I came across this one a couple of years ago, and it's it's a fascinating clip um, for a, a lot of reasons. I what I what I I mean Andy Warhol is obviously kind of a fascinating figure. Um, what I enjoy about him particularly is I like it when. Uh, there's like a crossover between this sort of higher culture and like what people would think of as like low culture. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've got Andy Warhol, you've got the, you know, he paints the Campbell soup cans or these, these, you know, very everyday things. Uh, he, he said something once about Coca-Cola that I always remember about how, you know, Coca-Cola is great because they're all the same and they're all really good. And the richest person cannot get a better Coke than just the average person. So I like I, I really like that mixing of those two things. And this clip, it's not just that he's eating a hamburger, but it's a Whopper. And he's <laughs> eating Burger King, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I love that because you assume he could get whatever hamburger he wanted. Um, and just the amazing method he has for eating this Whopper. Did you guys notice this? That he gets the ketchup bottle and he doesn't put it on the on the Whopper, but he just puts it on the side and then, and then yes. dips the burger in the on ketchup the, on the wrapper like a king, the, right? Definitely. Like, I mean, I I never thought to do that, and of course I I have I have done that um, on occasion since I since I saw this video, and he just has a he just eats that hamburger in a way that I've never seen anybody eat it right when he gets like towards the end he takes one of the buns off and then like folds up the rest of it yeah <laughs> yes that was hilarious <laughs> just like now that was hilarious <laughs> what is he doing you know and um and then he just kind of sits there awkwardly after he's done uh i just i i'm fascinated by this clip what did you guys think about this clip uh, first of all, I want you to in post put some beautiful music behind the segment because you just gave the most amazing description of that video ever. <laughs> <laughs> the whole speech you gave, inspirational. Uh, really like ham it up in post. <laughs> um, what I really like about the, this video is one one of the reasons I one thing I spent a lot of time on YouTube looking at is just like random footage from like the 80s and 90s because I like the way it looks like the the stuff you would see on PBS like not very high budget high tech filming but and there's something about the way this video looks aesthetically 
that is so satisfying to me that I could have watched him eat that hamburger for like another 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the background, like the whole, it was just art to me, honestly. <laughs> I paid attention to that more than I noticed how he was eating the hamburger. I think that like, I was just looking at like the whole aesthetic of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So nice. And that's another thing that YouTube is great for is that you can't really find that look mm-hmm. anymore. But on it's all on YouTube. It's and he, he was the first mukbang. The absolute <laughs> first mukbang <laughs> ever. The absolute first mukbang. Andy Warhol invented mukbanging. Maybe he did. You know. Also, I've heard um, uh, if 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 uh, if you're into the whole like ASMR scene, this is this is be like a like an early example of that uh, phenomenon. So you know maybe. <laughs> I guess that was a good one. It was ahead of its time in many ways. Very More than good. any uh, artist of the 20th century did Andy Warhol predict the rise of the internet. Nay, invent the rise of the internet. <laughs> Give birth. Well, I'm and glad it, I'm, I'm glad that you all uh, appreciated it. Yeah, great video. Great choice, Mike. It was a really good video. Thank you. Who's next? Uh, uh, I want to talk about Embers' video. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a big Matthew Santoro fan. And for those who don't know, he's a Canadian and he's basically known on YouTube for his list, this random list of facts that you probably never heard of or never knew. And um, in the YouTube video I chose was the top 10 band TV shows that you probably never watched before. Oh, um, <laughs> I think that I oh well in a society where we believe that you know we have a freedom of speech and we can show how we you know through art and through writing you know how to express ourselves but at the same time we are still told certain things that cannot be issued out to the public now um for instance like the sesame street with the uh wicked witch of the west now something like that yes i understand the censorship with that because a lot of kids didn't really like the little wicked witch of the west you know she was pretty scary Whereas um, there was an episode um, like The Simpsons uh, about uh, the 9-11 situation mm-hmm. as well as um, certain type of stereotypes. I mean, nowadays, I would probably say that it won't it will probably still have flack. Yes. But like if it was if that same episode was to be released as of today, it probably would be more OK. Versus when it was released. Um, what else? I mean, though, it, was, it was just a lot <laughs> in that video. It was um, a lot. I, I, what I liked about this video that you chose was the whole, like, uh, format of, like, oh. going through. I could see how, like, this sort of, the, this guy's whole, like, thing on YouTube could be really uh, addicting to watch. Because it's, it's a, he's got a really, like, great delivery. And... The format was really like perfectly paced. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, it, it, yes, the video it's high really fast. Yeah, right. It's, it's like a really good example of the whole YouTube list form. It's like it's like a it's like a classic YouTube. It's kind of like if yeah, someone had never very, seen, if someone had never used YouTube before, you could show them this and be like, 
there's ton, there's there's a, this is this is what YouTube is all about kind of kind of thing. <laughs> yes, and he has other lists too. Check go check him out. He he's pretty creative with his list. I had um I had never knew I never knew about most of these like the the Mr. Rogers thing. I you know I had never heard <gasps> before. You never um, heard about that one? <laughs> no, like I never heard about that. And that was like and then he said that he did like an entire week of shows on like yes. basically like anxiety about war and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, you know, I had I had Mr. Rogers is like he was a G man. He he wasn't scared to talk about anything. <laughs> to be honest. He's like, you know what, kids, we gotta learn about real things in the world. <laughs> but I, yeah, I thought this was it was it was all really interesting. You know who you should tell about this? You should tell Carlene about this. Uh, oh my she, god, yeah. She's <laughs> so much into like things being banned that she would um she'd probably make like a whole display about this. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> well he has like literally a band I think he has like two, three more band lists on there. It it varies from books to people to shows, videos, anything. So, hey, I can let her know. It's a very interesting choice and topic for you. Do you have, like, a specific interest in uh, this sort of thing, like band media? Me, yes. I always had an interest in, like, the band or the not normal type of thing. Uh, Like, if it's band okay I really want to see why like what's the reason give me the legit reason why and you give me the reason why okay let me take it upon myself and determine whether or not it should be bandable <laughs> you know um that's I like it it's just it's just a it's a euphoric feeling I would say um when you actually get a, oh when you're actually able to sit down and actually say okay you know I'm actually seeing something that was banned 30 years ago, 50 years ago, or I'm actually sitting down reading something that was banned at a school because of the fact that a parent came in and said something. It's it's pretty good. I mean, I would say at least ban- like banned media. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting thing to do. <laughs> For sure. Very interesting, yeah. It also raises a lot of questions of like how how much we've changed it's really good to look back at these things and see how our perspective just collectively on what's appropriate to tell children in a lot of mm-hmm. cases in this list or what's appropriate to like tell the public in general um mm-hmm. how that mm-hmm. thank you guys for watching oh, the video i appreciate it <laughs> it was good fun now to your video sarah <laughs> that was intriguing alone <laughs> it was really cute it was a fun video so i chose the uh, compilation of the Wilhelm scream which is um this sort of stock audio of a scream that's been in just so many movies and 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 just uh like anything produced by hollywood in general so like tv shows uh stuff like that commercials uh this like particular sound of a scream is has been used over and over again and we hadn't noticed for years and the reason i put this in the youtube hall of fame because i feel like this video in particular kind of exposed the secret in a way that only the internet can and it's so <laughs> you, you know like that's what youtube is for first <laughs> um 
and it's just funny to watch like it, it, this video in, in of itself gets repetitive after a while like you you got the whole idea after you watched like 10 seconds of it sort of to sit through <laughs> the whole thing is probably a big ask but um i think that it's uh deserves to be in the youtube hall of fame because it's just so, so classically like internet culture especially in mm-hmm. relation to like inter- the internet media and tr- traditional media and how things are produced, uh, YouTube's always taking, like, a kick at uh, traditional media this way, so, I don't know. What did you I guys think? think? I think it's, it's, it's so great. I, I, um, I'd heard of this, um, a few years back, I think, it was the first time I had heard about this, this particular sound effect. Wait, and if I'm perfectly I, I, honest, yeah. Mike, I think you introduced this to me. Did I? I, I if I'm, like, I don't remember how I first stumbled upon this video, but I, some big part of my memory makes me feel like you. Sh- we talked about this one day and you pulled this video up for me at work really? or something. I don't remember that. Um, um, but I don't know. I guess it's possible. I don't remember that. But what I what I really like about it is so I, 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 I like it when you're watching a movie and and you can tell that whoever made the movie like put in like a little a little nod to other movies, you know, uh-huh. I, I, I don't mind that. I, I like that. It's kind of like they acknowledge that like all movies belong to the same like movie making world kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> so I like that. I know that some people don't, they're like, um, some people get, some people would hear the scream and they get upset about it. Like they feel like it takes them out of the, it takes them out of the, the moment or whatever when they, they hear something like it. But I think it's, I think it's great. I also think it's it's hilarious that like and the you watch this clip and the whole bunch of them were from the George Lucas movie. Yeah. So like he just like he I, I just picture I just picture like a guy in like a, a studio just being like, Oh, I'm gonna sneak in that scream and like, just, you know, like don't do it and then he like puts it in there. It's, it's hilarious to me. People just being so lazy and being like, oh, I need a scream. Just get me the, we, ha- we already have that audio. Just get me the, the villain. That's true. Just, that's true. That's what makes me laugh about this compilation. It's like, man, how much money do they spend on these massive movies? And they just like keep reusing the same. They're so, like, at least record another scream. Right. <laughs> I don't know. George I, Lucas must really like that audio because oh, almost every it. single film. <laughs> and just George so Lucas film. <laughs> I love how it's like the original one was from like an old western, and then it's like in sci-fi movies and Star yes. Wars. And it's to, to be so it's, out of context. It's so great. It's Even such an odd, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it sounds like once your attention has been drawn to it, it doesn't even sound real after a while. It's a I weird screen. That is true. I never knew it was in Disney movies at all either. Like Toy Story, really? I didn't even pay attention to it as a child. <laughs> Especially. Have you ever seen this before, Empress? Mike said that he had. You say pardon? Have had you ever seen this video before? I never seen this video before. So it was really like a it was really funny at first. Like Mike said, when you, I thought it was like a Western thing. I was like, okay, Western, you know. And then that one like <laughs> scream that you know, like okay, I've heard that scream before. Then the next clip, same scream, and then the next clip, and then the next clip, and it's like wow. And then you kind of sit there and realize, okay, half the movies I've seen, and I like don't really realize it until you know 
like you said, like you start seeing in other films by clip, by clip, by clip, how many times that one audio throughout decades. <laughs> so it's, it was really fun actually. And also it's, it tells you that, you know, artists that when they're comfortable, they don't like to switch it up at all. They, they'll, they'll rather, okay, dust off the file, put it back in. <laughs> so it was really good. I liked your, I really liked your clip. Uh, thank you. But I, I promise you, after watching this now, you're the next time you hear the scream in a movie, it's not going to be like, it's not going to escape your consciousness. You know what I it's mean? It's not. It's not. It's not. You're going to notice. Thank you for engraving that. Because now yeah. every time I'm going to see a George Lucas video, I'm like, okay, where's the scream? Because I'm going to hear, hear it. it. And you're going to ask me to Because it really stays with me. Yes. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed all. Thanks. Thanks for, um. Thanks for these clips, guys. This is this is good stuff. Definitely worthy admissions to the YouTube Hall of Fame. And uh, um, before we get out of here, it's time for explain it to Mike. I need something explained. <laughs> oh right. What's you guys up? know that like uh, when 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 we get into the whole internet youth culture and the memes, you know, I'm always the last one to know. Um, going back to the days of you know Gangnam Style and the Harlem Shake. I, I never know what's going on. Um, Ooh, and it's exact. happening. It's happening again. I, I need to know, what is this business with this Ghanaian funeral meme? What, why am I seeing these these guys on all these Twitter replies? And <laughs> it's happening, and I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. Can you, can you help me out with this? So there's, a, there's an actual video that you can look up. I don't know who produced it, but it is uh, probably one of those Smithsonian or like New York Times, one of those uh, really reputable news agencies did this like documentary on uh, Ghanaian funeral practices. And the pallbearers actually do this like whole procession with dancing uh, in Ghana. Um, And the internet just took that and... uh, used it to express some really morbid uh, humor, I think. <laughs> I would say, to say the least, very morbid humor. So what's like, what's, so, so what's like the proper, what's the proper usage of this, of this meme? I know it had something to do with like Bernie Sanders ending his campaign or something was when I was, was when I first started seeing it. But since then I've been seeing it all over the place. That was the first time it was used. Actually, that's like one of the, the first times, um, I did a little research. I, I visited my favorite website for this segment, Know Your Meme. Shout out to Know Your Meme. Shout uh, out Know Your Meme. <laughs> all my news. <laughs> Joe gets his news from INDB. I get my news from Know Your Meme. Um, well, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, so that was the first time it was used. It's basically what the meme means is like, and it, it's very Gen Z, very uh, 2020 world is ending um humor we're like we're gonna die let's vibe at least you know <laughs> so to be honest um so people were like bite in 2020 well on our way to the grave let's just <laughs> take it how it is you know it's a, re- it's a real snarky response to like bad news i guess we're dying mm-hmm. yeah. is that have seen it used empress um i mean i have seen the meme as well as like I have seen other videos of, like, it's a thing, too, in Louisiana, especially in New Orleans, uh, where the pallbearers dance with the casket. And it's 
like it's just a send it's like a sending home type of thing like okay we're gonna send you home the best way we can and um and it could and and that the best way they did is just through dance and and dance in a lot of cultures is a very spiritual thing so like we took it as a meme and just reversed it like mentioned before just to mock death it's really (laughs) just mocking death like okay if I'm going out I want my friends to dance at my funeral literally I want them to dance at my funeral like I want them just to have fun and and in in remembrance of me basically it's it's it can be very like wild it's um some people use it, but like also for commentary, like, oh my gosh, this got me quote unquote sending, and they would put the meme up, like, oh my gosh, it's so like funny, I'm dead, and my friends are taking me to the coffin type of thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, the sort of thing with the nature of memes is that by the time they're a thing, and it's like time to explain it to Mike, they've already kind of changed. <laughs> they yes they will evolve like it, it will evolve over time means will evolve over time but it's basically yeah uh they're gonna be constantly evolving but it's basically like um you know like empress said it in the best way it's sort of like death but you know a middle finger to death basically all right if i'm going to my maker i will gladly do it with a bang yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know send me home and make sure my friends are there dancing with my casket to the grave. It sounds like a, so it's classic, it's classic internet, right? Yeah, it really is. The kids are out there like remixing, you know, cultural things into uh, different contexts and uh, uh, sort of subverting it. The usual, (laughs) usual classic internet business, I guess. You know, I can uh, send you a link explaining this meme to put in the show notes from vice mm-hmm. um where you can see the original clip of the that the unedited unmemified clip of these um pall bearers they get mm-hmm. down it is they do much. <laughs> they get like they it, it they, seems like a really exciting fun ceremony to be a part of or which whatever it's called it's like they get down it's a great video Okay. They take pride in it. They really do. They take pride in it. Well, definitely. I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes. Thanks for thanks for explaining it. And uh, I guess that's uh, that's about all we have for this week. So thanks again, you guys. Yeah. And uh, we'll 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 be back with some more fun stuff next time. Yeah. Yes. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Tech Team Podcast. Our show is now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much every major podcast app. Please subscribe so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. The Tech Team has some more fun things in store for next week, including the return of the Wikipedia Club. If you have any favorite Wikipedia pages, email us at tech at northriversidelibrary.org and we'll talk about them on the show. Also, feel free to send us any other questions or topics you'd like to see discussed. We'd love to do a listener mail segment on a future episode. So long for now, and stay safe out there. We miss you guys.